What's up and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Way show. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about lack and love. And I want you tuned in on this topic, particularly because the pattern that we get in and the pattern that we're here to help you break today is really about the origin of our goals. It's the origin of our desires. And when you start to see this, you can't unsee it anymore. So. You're welcome, and I'm sorry, because it will it will change the way that you start to see things and, and may really challenge the way you've seen yourself, seen the world, seen your business, seen your life. I'm excited today. We've got Marty Noki in the house, the Get Out of Your Own Way integrator. Marty, what's up? And welcome. Mike's good to be with you. Good to be back. It's always good to it's do one these. one of my favorite topics. This is, this is a big topic, and, and I know it is something near and dear to your heart. Uh, let, let's preface just a baseline of this for you tuned in. There are two orientations to goals, pursuits, to the agendas that we have. One of them is lack. There's a lot of ways to define lack. Lack is scarcity. Lack is fear. Lack is covering up. Lack is making up for. But lack typically organizes around having to cover some kind of hole. Like there, there's, there's debt attached to it. If there's something that you've been chasing and the, the orientation, the origin of it, to use those words again, comes from a place of like, you know what? I'm going to prove somebody wrong. I'm, I'm going to show the world that I'm valuable or that I, I have something to offer. Then it's probably organized by lack. It's it, or the origin of it is lack. It's, it's going to have a different flavor to it. And there's so much that happens in this space of lack that you may not even be aware of. And today we want to help you become more aware of it so you can change it. Lack has a flavor that is toxic when, when you really get to the core of it. On the other side, though, we got love. Love is where abundance lit. It's also where passion and excitement and enthusiasm comes in. It's where the pursuit of a goal or a vision is aligned with our heart. It's, it's, it's who we are. It's, it's exciting because it's pure. And, and there is a purity to it. We're not trying to prove anybody that we want something or why we want something. It's just us. It's, it's real. It's yourself. And there's something about that. Now, the, the word love has a whole lot of definitions. What, what we're talking about here, really like the flame that... It, and the things that excite you being true to you. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to, to mask it. You don't have to cover it up. It's authentic. And in that idea of abundance, the pursuit of the things that you want comes with its own flavor where lack might be toxic. Love is not only healthy, but it, it is radiant. It almost invites a magnetism to you. And this is where we take a stand. This is where we can invite others to be a part of a bigger mission or a part of a movement, it all originates there. So I think that's a good, just simple overview of, of what we're trying to identify. What we're here to talk about today is how have you organized your life and how have you organized your goals? How have you organized your business? When we start to use this filter of, have I built this from lack or have I built this from love? 
what you may start to see is there's some change ahead for you. And I'd encourage you as you go through this, take some notes, give us some feedback as you go, share with us, send us a note, but really consider which way you've been building your business and your enterprise because it might be time for change. And if it is time for change, know that we're here to help you. We've got group programs, we've got retreats, we've got one-on-one slots that are all organized around helping you make this particular change. So Marty, we're here now. What is it that you feel drives lack? Like it, it doesn't, we don't always know that it's lack that's that's creating the life that we are currently building. But if we don't know it, what's it normally look like? I mean, the, the word that comes to mind for me is for actually for both of them, I think just like anything that it, it's like two sides of the coin is the word more. More from a place of lack is always going to be about trying to fill a hole, trying to fill that void within yourself. That's similar to what you had talked about making up for and, and so on and so on. Lo- love is just more. That's all, that's all it is. So there's that pursuit of more that, that's trying to fill up this hole versus I'm in more. I'm, I'm, I'm more. Yeah. I almost think of need versus want, right? Yeah. When, yeah, when yeah. we, when we need something, it's because we don't have it. I, I need to get a new car. I need to get a new computer. I need to take a vacation versus I want a new computer. I want, I really want that car. I like that car or I want to take a trip and go explore the world. It is a totally different way of looking at things. Uh, or, or other ways of saying it are, are running from. Normally, if I'm from that place of lack, I'm running from something. I'm running from the hole. Nice. Running from that hole within me. Uh, yes. It's probably the other way I would describe it. We use that language a lot on coaching calls and stuff. So uh, that, that's what comes to mind as well, that running from. Yeah, and if, if that language resonates with you, let me explain what running from feels like. Because running from is like, I don't like this. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to keep it. I want to, I want something totally different, but I, I really don't even know what I want. And I think a lot of what clarity represents for people is, do, do you know what you want? And I'll, t- I'll tell you, one of the most interesting phenomena in, in my entrepreneurial journey has been that most of the time I can tell you quicker, easier, and simpler what I don't want. It's very yeah. hard to actually say what you do want. And we want to organize everything by this idea of love from, from the space of, can you tell me what you want? And can you build a life that, in a business, and a, a business that propels the life that gets you more of what you want? Not that is, well, it just doesn't have the things I don't want. Cause, cause then, then you're operating from a place of lack all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a thumbs uh, up. I, <laughs> I know I'm thinking, uh, so we were just on retreat. We just did two retreats, and that, that topic always comes up on retreats as well. And I, I, I said that I, I, the whole the world we live in the, and the, the the marketing world that we live in is built on the idea that I'm this company is going to convince me that I need this Ooh. in order to make my life better. It it's all built on the same factor of lack that somehow I need this, and my life's going to be so much better. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be wonderful, complete, whatever, however you want to phrase that, the, the whole system is designed on. Yeah, you're right. I, I even think about... So I made the transition from Android to Apple a long time ago. I wanted something simple. I just wanted to try it for six months. There's no other way to go. <laughs> yeah. 
And Apple is not paying us. Well, you see, we well, see what side of the fence Marty's on here. <laughs> uh, the so I made that transition. What I wanted to do was try six months, and I was like, if I like it, I'll stay. If not, I'll just come back. All good. That it was a it was a cool lesson, and I ended up sticking with iPhone. But when I look at Apple's ads for like the new phone, what comes to mind is my phone doesn't have that. That's the first thing I think about. My phone doesn't have that. It lacks something. It lacks something exactly, and. So I look at this like new feature and I'm like, wow, this, my phone doesn't have that. So therefore my phone is lesser than. And when, when I really think about this idea of lack versus love, I can tell you that most of my goals built before 2019 and a lot of transformation in 2019 came from a place of something is wrong. Something is missing. And I'm going to find a way to fix that. I'm going to fix what's broken. And so I've read all these books and pursued all these things. I ran all these miles. I clocked all this exercise. Like I think that was fine. And while someone listening might also have a hard time distinguishing between the two, it's actually a very subtle difference. There's a, there's a very subtle difference between I want to run 300 miles in a year or I have to run it, right? Or I'm, I'm setting the goal to do it. And, and sometimes it can be really difficult to tell how am I how am I building this? But I think what I've learned is that what we're really trying to answer is who is this about and who is this for? That that's the core of this. Like the lacking perspective is about the externalities of the goal, of the dream, of the business. Whereas the love is much more organized around like what's true to me. What what do I what do I want? What do I feel? Regardless of what the world says, like. If, the world will tell you, especially in entrepreneur land, read a bunch of books. Well, if you don't want to read books, don't read books. Don't make it from a place of lack, right? I have to read this many books because everyone else is reading all these books. Versus, I don't get fulfillment out of reading books. So I'm just going to stop reading books. Instead, I'll use my time for something that I do love. Whether that's building Legos or painting or drawing or writing poetry with chat GPT, doesn't matter. Can you do what you love? I, I think, and, and you know this as well as anyone else in this arena, the, the the challenge becomes I over-identify with one or the other. And when I start to over-identify with the place of lack, I begin to tell myself that I'm less than and that I'm yes. not worthy. And I'm that, that again, I think it is really subtle. It is often very subtle. But it's also really easy to identify with one or the other and, and live from that place. We, you make all your choices based on that. That's right. You know, a place that comes to mind is like style and fashion. So I think about style and fashion. I've always, I've always loved style and fashion, and that might be different as a as a dude. Who knows? I think that I, I don't know, but about anyone that knows you knows that. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah, if, if you're in my circle, you definitely know it. <laughs> and, and maybe that's different for women, but I, I think it's sort of a universal theme regardless, especially here in the States. And what what I've noticed is that there was a time where the, uh, the point of fashion and style was attention and was attractiveness, mm-hmm. right? The, that was the purpose of it, which was completely based on lack. Like that's the entire reason I wanted it. I wanted those two things because I didn't get those. That's exactly how it's marketed. That's right. And that came from 
just a, a, a middle school and a high school experience where I never got any attention that was positive. That's, that's, that's aggressive, not never. Rarely did I get attention that was positive and attention that mm-hmm. indicated that I was attractive. I just, I was picked on. I was bullied. That was, that was just where I was at. I was also like growing so fast and awkwardly that it was just, it was just an interesting phase. Mm-hmm. I'd say even the same could be said for college. But I started to experience like changes in style and try new things. And, you know, that's an iterative process that takes time. But I think after years and years of trying it, it was all organized around lack because it was attention and attractiveness. And I think the, the, the like subtle difference, right? That knife edge where it just kind of rolls over to the other side is now it's about expression. How do I feel good? How do I look good? Because those things, despite what we want to say, they're actually related. Like if you, if you don't feel good, you, you certainly won't look, won't want to look good. And if you don't look good, you probably won't feel good. They are very, we just live in a physical world. And I think that has been the difference is to shift over. The goal can be the same. I want to invest in a wardrobe or I want to upgrade my style or, or what have you. But it doesn't come from, I want attention and I want to be attractive. It's instead, I want to be expressive of who I am. I want, I want the outside to match the inside. And that's, mm-hmm. that's just one example that comes to mind for, for how my journey has changed. And using that example in particular, a, a good indicator, if you're not sure, is this lack, is this love? Like if, if you're doing it from that place of lack and you don't get the attention that, that you're hoping that it gives you, you're going to be mindful. Like, uh, there's that hole, there's that emptiness within me because it's not satisfying uh, from that place of lack. That, that's probably the best indicator you could have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. What, what happens when it doesn't get you what you want? And, and therefore, you got to know what you want. It, it won't at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm always... I'm fascinated by why we do things. Right? Because <laughs> at the core of this, what we're talking about is like, why? Why, why do you want it? And... Part of what I love about this framework and this filter of lack and love is, is what, what at, at the love space or in the love space, we really don't need to justify. Mm-hmm. It's just, I want it and I'm excited about it and that's what I want. And that's a very liberating feeling, especially when it's tapped into like the abundance of it. Hey, this is what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can I give a just a little tweak on that? Because I sure. think you're absolutely correct. Be mindful of how people react to you in that yes. situation. They're going to react from a place of lack. Mm, nice. So you can continue. That's a great. That's so great, man. That's so great. Yeah, people definitely are like, well, "Why do you want that?" And yeah, or, or you know, who do you, you think you that. are? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you all need that. that. Why, why would you want a second car? Why would you want you yeah. know? It's all it's still all unnecessary. Lacks. Right, you're greedy or or what have you, uh, and and that idea of like I don't need to justify it is, is a good way to know like whether you're where you're coming from. You can ask like what are my justifications, and I used to make a lot of justifications, man. I I think I spent so much time justifying things in my head and doing calculus in my mind to to come up with reasonable justification, and that might be a, a double double statement, but. There, there is something about 
the freedom that comes with, I want it because I'm excited about it and I know who I am and I know what I, what I care about and what I value. And I just, I just want it. And it almost frees you from the guilt. I think there's a lot of guilt that, that is attached to, to lack as well. Uh, and shame. And shame. Yep. And I don't know. I, I struggled with building goals that were love oriented because they had no foundation. They, they had no, nothing to tether to. And I felt like that was just an abstract, like a floating goal. Now I realize that's just who I, that's like how we are. It, it shouldn't be attached to all these other things. Shouldn't be attached to what we think we should do. Shouldn't be attached to what we think it could be or what we're, what our ideal entrepreneur vision is. It's, it's just, what do you want? And what I find most fascinating about this is when you start to build the goals from a place of love, you will probably have to reorganize some of your systems, some of your business, some of your things. But imagine if you could build the schedule that you want. Well, this, this question alone has been coming up in a lot of client calls because it's January. So everyone's excited about goals. And so when I put the filter up and, and really start probing for like how you built your goals, calendar naturally fits in that. And I'm like, what would your ideal Monday be? This came up yesterday on a call. What would your ideal Monday be? And I'm like, why would you want to start your day at eight? Is that really what you want for Mondays? And it's like, well, no, but like that's, you know, people have emails and I need to get to them and I live on this coast. And, you know, that's when I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't tell me all the justifications. Tell me what you want. What do you want your Monday to start like? Is that how you want your Monday to start? And you probe enough and all of a sudden it's like, no, I, I actually don't want that at all. I'm just doing it because I think I have to or because I think the business needs it or I think all these other people will like burn me out of existence if I, if I don't mm-hmm. do it. And if we start to build a schedule, we start to build a calendar, even just a week where you get to build it the way you want it, yeah, you will have to change some of the things in your business. You'll have to maybe hire or delegate differently or, or change structurally. But that's, that's the whole goal is like to be clear in what you want and organize around that versus the other way around where it's like, I got to do all this shit that I'm supposed to do and live in your life that way. Yeah, the, the other point that comes to mind is, uh, first of all, everyone falls into lack at some point or another. I, I don't care who yep. you are, you you do. And if you're sitting there saying, well, that's not me, I'm, I'm, I'm in luck, you're most likely in lack because you wouldn't be saying that stuff. <laughs> other, otherwise, it's coming from a place of, well, I'm going to prove to you. You decided at the very beginning of the show, I'm going to prove to you. No, it doesn't require proving at all. You don't have to prove anything. Yeah. Do you Do you think that no. No. it's possible no. to be in to both? At the same time? Yes. Yeah. Or uh, I, I feel like I have to say yes. Uh, even though I don't know if I can necessarily, um, I don't need to justify it. Yes, <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I, I only say that because it would go. It would also go against what I believe about um, binary thinking, paradoxical nature of of things. That there has to be a, a link, but they are intertwined with one another. Mm. What's an example that that you can think of where you were operating from lack, and you? had to work your way to love like let's explore one of your journeys oh uh, yeah 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 
I, I mean, I, I think of, I thought of this actually at the beginning of when you were speaking at the beginning. I, I think my whole time as a priest was from a place of lack. It was, well, I'm going to prove, wow. prove, 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 prove. However, I was really good at what I did. So I, I operated from a place of love often because there was still about relationship and people and growing and, and all these other things. So I, I, I think my whole, my whole time as a priest was from that place of lack. So I'm almost hearing that like the reason for going into the job on, on aggregate, like zoomed out was from lack. Lack. But in, yeah. in, in like the moment, you could, you could come from a place of love in the moment. Correct. Even so though the I'm, mac- I'm macro in- lack. Correct. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I mean, you and I had this conversation just days ago on, on retreat. That the whole structure of religion is built around lack. It's built around lack. Man, that's so true. Uh, tell us a little bit more, because I think I think there's there's something relevant that's there. This, mind you, if you're tuned in, this is coming from a guy that studied. Well, you got 17 degrees in theology. Like, yeah, you, you've many. done your work. <laughs> you've done your work for many this. years. Yeah. So um, obviously, I can only speak as a Christian. That that's my background. I was a Catholic priest. That is my background. I I, I can't deny that. Um, there's this whole idea of what's called the atonement theory that, again, for Christians believing that Jesus died for our sins and had to die for our sins. And uh, the, the word, even when I taught it, I was always mindful to say the most important word in this whole thing is theory. It's a theory. Mm. There's no factual basis to any of it. But the whole system had then been built around for centuries. And, and the atonement theory didn't, doesn't come for a couple centuries after the fact anyway. And then the whole system is built around this idea that somehow I have to make up for because of my sin. And I think we'd even talked about this at one point, how from the from that time that we are born, at least again in the Christian world, you are born a sinner. Like you're already a behind the eight ball. You're lacking already. Beginning. You the whole thing, it's built on lack. The message is is about love, essentially, at the core, but it's the lack has just consumed the whole thing. So I got I got the definition of atonement wrapped up here uh, on my screen, and and I just want to read this because because this is really interesting. Like, you know, I have my own thoughts about religion, and and we can do that another time. But but this is this is a really good reflection of where some of this comes from, right? Because it's ingrained in it, us. That's right. It, it, exactly. Like this is why it becomes natural for us to organize Correct. by lack and to originate Correct. from lack. We'll, we'll have another conversation. I promise you all, if you're, if you're tuned in, we'll have another conversation on religion another time. This isn't about religion. This is about why do we organize by lack? And if you grew up religious, I did. And, and this is all prevalent in the language and the things that you hear and the environment that you're in. This, this could have a large part to do with why you organize this way. I'll read the definition of atonement. Atonement, atoning, or making amends is the concept of a person taking action to correct previous wrongdoing on their part, either through direct action to undo the consequences of that act, equivalent action to do good for others, or some expression of feelings of remorse. Whoa! If that doesn't scream lack, I don't know what does. Now, naturally, 
that that's a whole rabbit hole conversation that we could go down again. And, and <laughs> that's the, like that's like fifteen episodes. <laughs> yeah, we need we need like a joint and uh, several beers and like four hours and a, of a podcast and, and episode. A little, a little coffee too. Yeah, a whole bunch of coffee, just an IV of of caffeine. Yeah, it's a four hour conversation. Again, it's, this isn't about the religion. Not. It's about like how do we how do we learn to set objectives and to want for things and to to desire things. And but before you before you bring it back down to that micro level, though, just be mindful. Like that when when religion and at that time there there wasn't necessarily splinters in religion. When religion kind of became one with the um, society norms, the political nature centuries ago. Once that became the once they became linked, which they remain linked to this day, that's really when that that whole sense of black took hold. That it's not mm. just a religious thing; that it's a society thing. It, it's all built on our society is built on that. Yeah, and this goes back to our comment about marketing. Like business is often yeah, based correct. on black, right? Correct. The, yep. And and good marketing often hits lack really, really aggressively. So correct. What we're what we're ultimately deducing by, by way of this and, conversation. And, and, and just one other thing. It it creates a, a codependency. It creates sure. a codependency on you religion. Something. Yep. Yeah. Well what we're ultimately deducing by way of this conversation is that everywhere you look, there's lack. And if that's true, we have to work extra hard. We have to be incredibly diligent, introspective, and aware of how we build for what we want. And and look, I have worked with people who are at all levels of success. Like they've hit their first milli, they've had several, they've got plenty in the bank. Their net worth is is eight figures, nine figures, ten figures. Uh, it, it it can be rather interesting to notice a trend and to be the, the guy that is often brought in to notice the trend. What I've seen across hundreds of people is that to get to a place where you know yourself well enough to design a goal without the tethers of lack takes a lot of work. You have to, you have to really dig into like, what matters to you? Who, mm-hmm. who's, who are you? And to answer that question without answering from a place of lack takes time. It, it does take time. You can't just Tomorrow, be like, well, my favorite thing is soccer, and that's just what it is. It it takes time to really get clear on who you are, who you want to be, and how you can design a life out of that. It it just takes work, and we can't solve the equation here on the podcast. But what we can do is is start to help you see the difference. One of the things that stands out to me is that most of the the way we create our future is like a "when I get there" statement. When I when I get to that, X, but, but let me I'm gonna because I want to bring the point in that is also from that religious background that somehow I have to I have to live in lack if I want to go to heaven if I want to be in heaven I I have mm. to wait to another time to experience that so it, it, that too is tied into it but go ahead oh I, I love that so to me that suggested abundance is like contradictory to. Correct. To a lot of Correct. what we're taught, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got an abundance mindset, the when I get there doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it almost challenges that. The The idea of abundance is it's available here. Because there, no there. There, yeah, there is no getting there. There is no getting there. No. 
It's like uh, the Matrix. There is no spoon. Right. Yeah. And and what what brings the most joy, I think, in in all of the work that I've been able to do with people is to to help them get to a place where what they're architecting and what they're designing is is a life that comes from them. It is and is truly tapped into abundance. Not in five years, I want to do blank, blank, blank. This year, I want to do blank, blank, blank. Whatever those things are, how do we bring it here? And sometimes we need resources for that. But we invent, I'll, I'll tell you how we invent this stuff. I was talking to a guy today who was like, you know, I want to buy a plane and take my, tra- my family all over the world. I'm like, okay, well, that's going to require a certain level of success. But you don't have to have a private plane to go travel across the globe. Like You, you can still do that now. And imagine if you wait. So here, here's five years, 10 years of work, of lack, to get to a place where by that point, the kids won't want to travel anymore. They're gone. They left the house. Like you missed it, right? It's almost like yep. lack perpetuates lack. And to, to be able to organize and say, okay, what do I want to experience? Okay, well, I want to experience my, my family and traveling together. Okay, great. How do we organize your life, your business, your time, your environment, how do we engineer that to support that desire? Not from a place of lack, just from a place of love where if you truly care about it and you value it, we can, we can make that the nucleus of your, of your world and your decision-making. It's like, it's like we're changing the criteria. Yeah, I was going to say, do you, do, do you want to know another um, place to, where you can notice that? You got to be patient. You got you to gotta wait. You got to all these messages which in and of themselves can be virtuous. If it's coming from a place of lack, though, you will never get it. It's always about getting there, and you won't get there. So I, I, it's another, if you're telling yourself, oh, I, I, you got to be patient, you got to wait, ask yourself where that's coming from. Yes. Because it's okay to, to be slow and steady and intentional, and but ask yourself where it's coming from. Yes. Yeah, and again, there, there's a very thin line between the two. Uh, it it does require a lens, you know, a, a patience to, yeah, to yeah. discern between the two. What? Yeah, what's your intention? Yeah, I think about some of the things that I buy, and and like why I buy them. And this this is a a, a great example. Sometimes I'll buy something because I'm I'm like, well. I am going to solve this problem, or I'll feel this way with it, or I'll really enjoy it. And, and I find that the, the things that I buy from that place lose their value very quickly. It's lack. It's all lack. Yeah. It's like, I want the newest phone. I want the newest laptop. <laughs> I want the new, like, because it's all based on lack, right? It can't, <laughs> what, it when, self-perpetuates. Yeah. Think about that. We're recording this uh, near the end of January. We just lived through the lack holiday of Christmas. All things lack. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so then I think about the things that I buy that are like, they just bring me joy, right? Like they, I just enjoy them. I, there's no justification to them. I'll give you a great example. I took a motorcycle ride last night. I don't drive the motorcycle very often. I don't drive it to things all the time. I know it's, it's, <laughs> I don't have a shield. So I'm very mindful of where I'm driving and how I'm driving and, and all that. But I, I really enjoy just going for a cruise on a motorcycle. It could be 20 minutes and just go up and down the street. And I really enjoy it. There's something pure and childlike in, in my, my joy for it. And 
that thing has, uh, you know, I've had to put money into new batteries and do some repairs and set up a, a trickle charger for the winter. And you got to make sure you drive it. Otherwise it goes stall and still and like, but I just, I just enjoy it. Like, and every time I'm like, well, I should sell it. I think that comes from lack. Like, <laughs> right, right. It doesn't cost me that much. It's like 30 bucks a month. Right. Right. Not, not even bothering anyone. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't hurt anything. It's not taking up space. Like, why can't I just enjoy it for what it is and not not need it to be some statement? It's I don't I don't ride it for attention. I, I, that that's just a, a a very misrepresented thing with motorcycles. People are like, oh man, people people love people on motorcycles. It is inconvenient as hell to drive on a motorcycle. I can't carry stuff. I I can't take a guest. I can't be like, hey, you want to go for like? It doesn't work like that. It's a solo yeah. trip. And it's just for me. And I think that's a great place to, to try to think about our purchases. Like, who, who is this for? And if you like it, just keep it. It's okay. You don't have to justify this to anybody else. It doesn't have to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You eventually come to recognize where that, you know, we even call it midlife crisis. And we, we make jokes of people buying that stuff buying fancy cars, everything else uh, in a midlife crisis, that, that's when you recognize it's all a place of lack. If you simply enjoy it and you enjoy doing, which I know you do, doing that, then just do it and, and, and just enjoy doing it. And again, all the reaction to it is going to be lack. It's going, you'll see everyone else's lack in the process and it does not matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting to hear your perspective on this and, and to connect a couple, couple dots, I, I want to give you listening a couple things to pay attention to. When you set goals, whether you've used our goal sheet, if you like our goal sheet, send us a message. We'll give you the, the like for for those of you that love to engineer goals and and like nerd out on spreadsheets. We got a great system for that. But if you set goals, what do you mean if they're if if they're like you? <laughs> yeah. Like you oh man, I I will nerd out <laughs> on spreadsheet. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> if, if you design goals already, a great question to ask is what would happen if you failed? What would happen if you didn't meet your goal? Would you feel like a failure? Or would you be proud of your progress? So a lot of times I'll, I'll set a goal and I don't make all of them. I don't hit all of them. And that's a great time to look at, okay, am I proud of my progress? And the fact that I attempted or the fact that I like made this a priority or I, I did it monthly or weekly or whatever. Uh, morning routines are a great example of that. We set a morning routine up and pretty quick it's like, well, I'm not doing it right or I, I didn't I didn't do enough of it. Like the whole point of a morning routine is that you start your day amped up and excited and grounded and like yeah. ready. If you feel bad about not doing it, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like or, or or beating yourself up because you slept longer. You right. probably needed to sleep longer. Oh man, I, I I am guilty of that all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you and I have had that conversation many times. Yep. Oh, I should have gotten up today and, and done my morning routine. Yeah. Like if if the morning routine is designed to make you start your day rested, grounded, peaceful, calm, still, in more sleep, doing that for me. Like, and yet here I beat myself exactly. up all the time. Yeah, why why change what's working? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, asking that question about your goals can be really good. What you know, what happens if you fail? 
I, I think another good one that, that has helped me organize by this is if, if you zoom out to whatever your definition of success is and then and then look at your goals, would they would they be the same? Now we all have to set goals. I, I get the practicality of like the next stair, the next stair, the next stair. But a lot of the goals we can create from a place of like, well, what would it look like up there? So if you take the the there that you imagine, you can extract a lot of really good information and then make those your goals. If up there, quote unquote, after success, whatever it is, you want to volunteer more, great. Well, let's just pull it out of there and make it here. And, and then you can set the goal and say, I want to volunteer four times this year. It doesn't have to be a lot, but let's let's make it now. Do you remember the the question of can they be together? Can I be in lack and love at the same time? Mm-hmm. I thought this is a good indicator of that. So set that goal, which is coming from a place of love. If you begin, you'll begin to immediately hear the voices telling you otherwise. Nice. There's there's the lack, there's the lack and love beautiful at, at play at the same time. Yeah, when you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and. and we can get a lot of information out of that that future identification, right? Wh- whatever your number is, everybody has one. Especially if you're listening to this, you're probably an entrepreneur or an intrapreneur that's driven and you're going for more. And so you're setting these goals like, well, when I get to, to this net worth or when I get to this business level or when the revenue is this or when the income is this, then I will. And while the it's kind of like the thing you talked about where like the, the macro of it is lack, right? The, the origin of that mm-hmm. statement is lack, but we can pull out of that some loving things and say, okay, well, what would you do when you get there? Well, I'd run more. I'd treat my body better. I'd eat better. I'd, I'd make time to cook. Okay, great. Now let's make those the goals. Let's figure that out. Uh, I'd, go to, I'd go to yoga class or I'd go kayaking you know, once a month or I'd take my significant other on, a, on an adventure once a quarter. Like, that's how we kind of wrap this up and and find ways to make it tactical and make it practical and not just a theory, right? It, at the end of this podcast, you've got to mm-hmm. be at a place where you can take some action on this. And that's a great thing to do. Start start a journal page and write out what your, your quote-unquote success is. $10 million, you want to make 150 grand a year, you want to make 750 a year, whatever whatever it is. When I get here, this is what I would do with my day with my week, with my month, with my year. And if, if you just think about those thoughts and write them out, now your goal becomes making those your week-by-week objectives, your day-by-day, your, your month, your, your year. And that's when we really start to get to love, when you take the things that are so far away and pull them into today. It's, um, it sounds a lot like a gap story. Or maybe the gap story is the lack story. Mm. Uh, so it's a framework from our retreat that Marty's referencing. Uh, the the uh, I, I can't give away the secret, but what I can tell you is that we spend a lot of time figuring out why you think you can't. Do have you mean that I now. have? Do you mean I have to come to a retreat to find out? Yes, you do, Marty. You have to come to a is retreat to find no. out the magic of what we do. No, yes, no. Yes, you must invest <laughs> in yourself. You must give yourself a break, and you must identify how much <laughs> different you'd be after the fact. And trust us. I don't need to. I, I, I'm going to prove you I'm right. That's right. Lack it up. Uh, <laughs> right. But we spend a lot of time identifying why you can't have what you want today. And most of the reasons you will come up with are absolute bullshit. If you organize different, if your criteria is different, you can make it happen. You just have not prioritized it. Your, your criteria do not match your future. 
And I think that's really the fun part is, is at the end of the day, our coaching programs and our retreats help you find alignment. And alignment to us is your values, match your goals, match your future. It's all a straight line. And a lot of times, lack pulls us in so many different directions that those three things are in three different places. Yeah, lack will always pull you into this great abyss. Because that's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way out. Yeah, it's like even the idea of work, right? Even the idea of retirement. If you find what you love and you're great at it, like you really have found that sweet spot of those two things, what the heck is retirement? Like, and how many people drop drop dead the day after oh, they man. retire? Yeah, that's all. And and total, totally miss the whole thing. That's right. But I have to wait. I have to wait. I got to wait. I have to wait. And I'll I suffer wait. now, right? I'll suffer, 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 yep, suffer. I'll suffer. Lack, 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 yep, lack. Yep, yep. Like pain, 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 pain. There, there is a future where I imagine working less, and and that's underway. We're we're building that to be more efficient, yeah. more effective. And there's other things that I want to replace that with as I get older. I, I just don't imagine a time where I'm like, I don't want to add any value to the world. I want to completely disconnect. I don't want to be productive in the sense that I'm I'm giving and providing value to other people, nor do I continue my pursuits of being healthy and happy and fit and a productive member of society. Like I, I just don't imagine that given that I've found something I love that is fulfilling, productive, and helpful to others. And yeah, I, I think the idea of retirement comes from a place of lack. I'll just work long enough so that I don't have to. Um, I, I have wanted to write this down because I didn't want to forget. Uh, another thing that we talk about often but kind of flipping it on its head. Love comes from a place of elimination. Lack comes from a place of accumulation. Mm, nice. Nice. It's like And and it 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 almost it totally goes against what we would think. Yeah. Yeah, the consumer is lack. Yes. The producer is correct. Love and 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 doesn't doesn't have all these we can just say no more often. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Oh yeah, it's tied to so many things that we do and who we are. Beautiful, beautiful. So you got some homework where you are. Again, if you've if you've journaled those thoughts out, when I get there, you know, in the month, in the week, in the in the day, in the year, whatever it is, you can take those thoughts and, and start to loop them into your goals. I, I think that's a really powerful, simple exercise. We use it all the time with clients to get them a bit more clear on where you want to go. Those criteria help you make new choices. And it's also important to start to focus on, you know, where am I trying to prove? Who am I trying to prove it to? Or, or what is it that, that the proof does? Uh, much like style and fashion was about attractiveness and attention for me, to then move to a place of expression requires a, a rewiring. And if you need help with that, we are happy to have you at one of our retreats. We can completely rewire your mental system. That's what we do at a level that most would not be able to understand and you don't need to understand how we do it. You can just experience it. You can also reach out to us if you're interested in one-on-one in -on -one coaching where not only do you grow and this, this loving identity starts to shine what you want and, and who you are really becomes your goals and your objective. But as a part of that, your business grows, your, your enterprise grows, your, your value grows, what you can offer the world grows. So those two things go in yeah. tandem. They're not opposite. Yeah, you know, you, you can go to any other coach and they're at the, a business coach can help you grow your business. 
that does not mean that you're doing it from a place of wealth. Like we're, we're going to give you the tool that allows not only the business to grow, but to, for you to grow, which is most, when you grow, the business will grow. Well, and, and I think in many ways, typical business coaching can actually perpetuate lack a lot further, right? It's like, yeah, absolutely. I want to triple the business, then I can take a vacation. Like, well, absolutely. Th- this is a bad equation. It, there's that waiting again. Yeah. I got to wait. I got to wait. Yeah. Yep. The, the equation's broken. Ideally, you organize everything around your values and then you change the business to fit that and grow beyond you. AKA, mm-hmm. oh, look at this. You get out of your own way. How about that? Look at what we just did. We got all the way around to the same place that we started. Does does that mean we're at the end of this episode? Aaron? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Mickey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have completed a cycle. We are back at the same thing we said when we got here. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Way show. This this is how you get out of your own way. This is, this is what it looks like. But now you're but now you're listening from a different place. Now but you're probably is. listening from That's, a place of love. Yeah. Passion and pursuit. There's there's something I'll I'll wrap this up. There's there's something about being around someone that is truly in the love of what they do and the pursuit of who they are. Uh, we had a great episode with Dr. Anthony Balduzzi that was about taking a stand. This is very similar to that. There's so much that you mm-hmm. can gather from this. We've got some other great episodes coming your way that, that centralize on things like non-negotiables and, and how you identify what matters to you. So there's so many resources on this podcast specifically around this theme. Obviously, we, we touched on a, an interesting, like sensitive nerve with the idea of religion, but we can go into that some more as well. And as you evolve... It's not. It, listen, if, if they want to fight me about it, it's lack. Mm, that sounds like a, a really awesome challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. live, live jousting hey, on well, the that's next right. show. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't be saying that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, live, live jousting on the next show. Uh, nonetheless, we appreciate you being here. Take some time and, and look at your goals. Truly assess them. We did this with one of our coaching groups, one of our <laughs> VIP groups. And you would have thought we dropped like a nuclear bomb in the middle of our, our like year because it it really forced everyone to take a new lens at the way they set goals. And they did. They, they went through it and it has been amazing what has come from that. So we know that it works. We know that it's challenging and it's uncomfortable, but we know that it works. We're, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're listening. Thank you so much for your time. We know you can be anywhere. The fact that you chose to be here with us is incredibly special. We've got plenty more shows coming your way. Take some time to refine your goals. Reach out if you want to learn more about our retreats, our coaching, or any of our other offerings for you, for your business. And as a reminder... Or to pick a fight. Or or to joust. (laughs) You know. uh, (laughs) Take some time. Organize. Reach out if you need us. We will see you on the next show. Thank you so much again for being here. Uh, Marty, as always, awesome listening to you. And and I appreciate your shares about your history and your story. We'll see you on the next show. Remember to get out of your own way. See you guys.